This is the result of your words, day 25. There are 37 stories today, most of them new. So let's get into it immediately. In Genoa, Italy, a rabbi was attacked with a screwdriver by a homeless man. There has been numerous Judenhaus graffiti found on public buildings in Laconia, New Hampshire, and a public forum was held to discuss how to handle it. At Quinnipiac University, the president took two weeks to speak out after Judenhaus incident. LA City Council members are seeking a report on Judenhaus flyers that people have found at their houses. Pro-Palestinian groups are worried that banning these could ban pro-Palestinian language. I've seen a lot of these flyers and I've never seen anything remotely pro-Palestinian on a single one of them. At an event, 20 Jewish teachers and parents slammed the New York public school chief for downplaying the riot that forced a Jewish teacher to hide in her office. What I believe is the original Starbucks got vandalized by anti-Israel groups. The only people that get hurt by vandalizing are the workers, and it's going to be closed for at least a week. In Rogue Valley, Oregon, there were Judenhaus flyers on people's lawns that read, It's the Jews, and then there was a QR code. The feds are now investigating Harvard over Judenhaus incidents on campus. At the University of Maryland, there is a new initiative to counter hate and promote safety and inclusion. At Teaneck High School, the students have planned a pro-Palestine walkout. Jewish leaders are scared. The school insists that it won't turn violent, but this is a First Amendment right. And they don't really do anything to alleviate the fears that Jewish leadership has. All I can say is I hope they're right. Top-ranking CIA officials showed her support for Palestine on Facebook. There is literally nothing wrong with what she posted. This is here because of the article insinuating that something's wrong, making up a lot of unfounded claims. A New York City elementary school teacher posted that about Jewish college athletes, which is despicable. I don't know if this is related. It very well might not be, but you're not going to hear about it otherwise. In Burma, four people, including two Muslim children, were unalived, and at least 10 others were injured in an incident where the Burmese army personnel launched an indiscriminate firing. Extremely unclear what their goal was. So the reason they cleansed the Hindu temple in India after the Muslim politicians were there is because, quote, entry of a cow eater is a violation. In New York earlier this month, a Muslim woman was harassed on the subway and her Palestinian flag was broken. A man has been arrested and charged with six counts of hate crimes. We have now learned that police officers ignored her when she brought this to their attention. After a month of carrying out Islamophobic attacks, a man has finally been arrested in London. Last week, University of Florida Chabad was vandalized with Judenhaus slurs. U.S. Rep for Indiana Jim Banks said that Judenhaus can't be tolerated on the college campus, and Indiana University professor says that that infringes on their freedom of speech. I wish I was joking. It is against the rules for BBC staff members to participate in public demonstrations or gatherings on controversial issues. But many Jewish employees defied that rule and went to the march against Judenhaus anyway. Chris Brown said because he's not Muslim or Jewish, he would like to be left out of the Schmanier conversation that is calling him a Judenhasser. Because that logic makes sense. Chappaqua schools in New York have had some Judenhaus incidents. 450 residents sent a letter to the superintendent to handle it. So she made a webinar to appease the parents and didn't mention October 7th or Judenhaus at all. Actor John Lovitz is blaming Jews for Judenhaus because that helps any situation ever. In Civic Cabrera, Australia, there was vandalism at a Jewish gelato store. The vandals may face legal action. There was a pro-Israel march in Santa Cruz and some of the rhetoric was, well, really bad. Good Time Santa Cruz printed some of the Islamophobic language. Pro-Palestinian supporters are very upset. 
And I'm not sure that this article talking about free speech is exactly a helpful response. In New York, Pita Grill was vandalized. Of course, it has now been deemed not Judenhass, because when doesn't that happen? UC Berkeley has been hit with a lawsuit alleging that it hasn't been done enough to protect Jewish students. We just learned that at the beginning of the month, Indiana Congressman Rudy Yakum wrote to 110 colleges and universities to see how they were treating their Jewish students, asking what their definitions of Judenhass were, among other things. At the time of this article being published, not a single one of the schools has responded. Rector at University of St. Andrews in Scotland is being accused of fostering hate by Jewish students. She sent out an email. I don't have a problem with most of the things she said. However, she did link to a bunch of resources, and some of those are a problem. Education Secretary Miguel Cardona hosted a meeting with Palestinian legal manager. There were 12 other activists there as well. But according to this article, which is a conservative source, she called Hezbollah and Hamas crucial and important. I take it with several grains of salt because of the publication it is. In an update about the Palestinian students in Vermont, one of them may never walk again. And I believe that I read that one of them is out of the hospital, but don't hold me to that. In Maryland, one million has been given to faith-based groups for hate crime prevention. Fox News is getting called on inventing the non-existent terrorist attack that was the explosion at Niagara. Another story I'm talking about because of the article, not what the article is about. This article insinuates that a march against Judenhass is pro-genocide. That is just totally incorrect. I'm going to guess there were probably bad actors, and that is what they're latching on to. And if that's the case, I really hope the organizers call it out. I think there's a lot of hope for that, considering they already handled one of the bad actors. Professor at Washington University in St. Louis praised the vandalism at the APAC leader's home. Again, really don't like APAC, but vandalizing someone's house is not okay. The vandalism I mentioned of the kosher pizzeria in Skokie, Illinois, is no longer being considered a hate crime. There were swastikas, but they're calling it gang-related. Gigi Hadid has apologized for her lack of fact-checking. The things she didn't fact-check include literal blood libel. And finally, there is a group of hackers from Iran targeting Israeli-made products, which includes a device that controls the water levels in a town in western Philadelphia. A good portion of the things we all use daily were created in Israel. So that doesn't terrify me about the future at all. That's it. I know it was really long, but there was a lot today which I, of course, hate more than anything. Hopefully tomorrow there will be less stories. Refuah Shlema to all of us in need of healing, and may the memories of those who have been lost and those who will be lost be a blessing and a revolution for peace, freedom, and safety for all. Shortcast Club.